No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. The Lord is a God of order, and He has a place for each of us in His kingdom. Today we'll see how he took the Levites as his own and assigned them their place in serving him. There is no greater calling than serving God in the place he has assigned you to. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Numbers chapter 3 on Simply the Bible. I consider myself to be very blessed because I get to do what I enjoy doing and even get paid for it. I have found that whenever it is that you're doing something for the Lord, it ought to be something that you enjoy. It ought to be, pardon the term, fun, because ministry is serving the Lord, and we ought to be able to do it joyfully. I remember one time that we asked somebody to help us with children's ministry, and it was very clear after his first day on the job, this just wasn't his gig. He was not happy about it. He was grumpy. And we found that, you know, that's probably not the best place for you to be. Now he's serving the Lord faithfully and enjoying it, but it's not in children's ministry. I say that because God has a place for everybody in his kingdom. And when you're doing what God has called you to do, and you're doing it with the grace he provides, the fruit of the Spirit is joy. Today we look at some of the activities that God gave to the Levites, those who he set apart to minister to him in the tabernacle. We pick it up in Numbers chapter 3. Now these are the records of Aaron and Moses. When the Lord spoke with Moses on Mount Sinai. And these are the names of the sons of Aaron, Nadab, the firstborn, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. These are the names of the sons of Aaron, the anointed priests, whom he consecrated to minister as priests. Nadab and Abihu had died before the Lord when they offered profane fire before the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai, and they had no children. So Eleazar and Ithamar ministered as priests in the presence of Aaron, their father. All priests were Levites, but not all Levites were priests. God would specify the duties of the priests and the Levites. But first he reminded them of what happened to Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron. They died before the Lord when they offered unauthorized fire. It was a painful reminder that sin destroys service. Not only did sin destroy the service of Nadab and Abihu, but also for their future generations because they died childless. Of all the tribes, the Levites would draw closest to the Lord because they'd serve in his tabernacle. But with the greater privilege came greater responsibility. James continues this theme in the New Testament when he writes, Not many of you should presume to be teachers, my brothers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. I think about that verse a lot. I'm sure that as Eleazar and Ithamar minister before the Lord in place of their older brothers, they had great reverence for the holy things of God. Verse 5, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Bring the tribe of Levi near and present them before Aaron the priest, that they may serve him. 
and they shall attend to his needs and the needs of the whole congregation before the tabernacle of meeting to do the work of the tabernacle. Also, they shall attend to all the furnishings of the tabernacle of meeting and to needs of the children of Israel to do the work of the tabernacle. And you shall give the Levites to Aaron and his sons. They are given entirely to him from among the children of Israel. So you shall appoint Aaron and his sons, and they shall attend to their priesthood. But the outsider who comes near shall be put to death. Now, it is interesting that God chose Levi to be the priestly tribe, given their sordid past. Levi, you'll recall from our study of Genesis, along with his brother Simeon, slaughtered all the men of Shechem. Their father Israel, a.k.a. Jacob, was so grieved by this action that on his deathbed he said, Cursed be their anger, for it is fierce, and their wrath, for it is cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Not quite the words you want to hear from your dad in his dying breath. But when the children of Israel made the golden calf and worshipped it, Moses said, Who is on the side of the Lord? And the Levites stepped up. Then in response to the commandment of Moses, they raised their swords against the infidels in the camp. Thus they set themselves apart as the priestly tribe. For they chose to be loyal to God even above their own people. But this illustrates that regardless of a person's past, God can still use him if he will renounce the sins of his past and be faithful to God now. It is Satan who kicks you when you're down and rubs your face in the filth of your sins. Christ points to his work on the cross and his power to forgive, and he redeems us from our sins if we will trust in him. Now Aaron and his sons ministered to the Lord as priests, but the Levites ministered to Aaron and his sons. This shows that a support group is required to accomplish any work for the Lord. We may look at those who have a more visible ministry than we do. We see them before the people teaching them or leading them in worship, and we may feel like our role is insignificant. But their work could not be done were it not for an adequate support team. Every time I stand up to teach on a Sunday morning, I know that I'm eternally indebted to the many people who work faithfully behind the scenes and who pray for me in our congregation that the word of God may be anointed to the benefit of everyone present. Even this radio program through the Bible, I am completely indebted to the people in our church who give faithfully their tithes and offerings to support it. Never think that your role is insignificant. You may be a Levite, as it were, who is serving a priest. But if God assigned you to that role, then you will receive the same reward as the priest you serve, if you're faithful. This should call us all to be content in the place where God has called us rather than being envious of others or striving in our flesh to be something that God has not called us to be. For 15 years, I served my pastor and his wife in Sacramento, and I consider those years no more or less sacred than the 23 years since that I've been a senior pastor here in Boise. It's all about simply serving God faithfully wherever he has placed you. Verse 11, then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, 
Now behold, I myself have taken the Levites from among the children of Israel instead of every firstborn who opens the womb among the children of Israel. Therefore, the Levites shall be mine because all the firstborn are mine. On the day that I struck all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, I sanctified to myself all the firstborn in Israel, both man and beast. They shall be mine. I am the Lord. When God struck the firstborn of Egypt, he set aside the firstborn of Israel for himself. And from then on, every firstborn to open the womb of either man or beast belonged to God. But God would substitute the Levites for the firstborn of Israel. The Levites would belong to the Lord, and the Lord would be their portion. For they would not receive an inheritance along with their brothers in the land of Canaan. Likewise, it is because of the death of God's firstborn son that we have been made a kingdom of priests. We have been set apart to God. We belong to him, and he is our eternal portion. Verse 14, then the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, saying, Number the children of Levi by their father's houses, by their families. You shall number every male from a month old and above. So Moses numbered them according to the word of the Lord, as he was commanded. These were the sons of Levi by their names, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. And these are the names of the sons of Gershon by their families. Libni and Shimei, and the sons of Kohath by their families, Amram, Izahar, Hebron, and Uzziel, and the sons of Merari by their families, Malai and Mushai. These are the families of the Levites by their fathers' houses. It is interesting that when God numbered the other tribes of Israel, he numbered every male 20 and over who was able to go to war. But when he numbers the Levites, he counts every male from one month old and above. This numbering was to determine how many Levites belonged to him. However, when we get to chapter 4, we will see that another census of the Levites was taken of the males 20 to 50 years old. These were the Levites who could serve in the tabernacle. There were three families of Levites, for Levi had three sons. These families were assigned their own places to camp around the tabernacle and their own duties to perform. Moses, Aaron, and Aaron's sons came from the family of Kohath. The first family of Levites that the Lord mentioned here were the Gershonites. Verse 21, from Gershon came the family of Libnites and the family of Shemites. These were the families of the Gershonites. Those who were numbered according to the number of all the males from a month old and above of those who were numbered, there were 7,500. The families of Gershonites were to camp behind the tabernacle westward. And the leader of the father's house of the Gershonites was Eliasaph, the son of Lael. Now the entrance to the tabernacle was on the east side. So the Gershonites camped on the opposite or west side of the tabernacle. And keep in mind, all of the Levites camped all around the tabernacle with the other tribes of Israel surrounding them. Verse 25, the duties of the children of Gershon in the tabernacle of meeting included the tabernacle, the tent with its covering, 
the screen for the door of the tabernacle of meeting, the screen for the door of the court, the hangings of the court, which are around the tabernacle, and the altar and their cords, according to all the work relating to them. The Gershonites were responsible for the coverings and hangings of the tabernacle. They would take them down, pack them up, transport them, and set them back up again. Without their faithful labor, the tabernacle could not be reconstructed. Tomorrow, we will look at the placement and duties of the other two families of Levites. Suffice it to say that everyone had his place to live and his duty to perform. It is the same for every believer in Jesus Christ. God has put you where you are for a reason. He's brought you to the city where you live. He has put you in the job where you're at. That is why it is wrong for you to grumble against your city or your job. If you don't like it, then pray and ask God, do you want me to move from this job or city? That is a possibility. Or do you want to teach me something through this job or city? You see, just because it's uncomfortable right now doesn't mean that you're not supposed to be there. And God has given every believer a work of service to perform in his body and for his kingdom. We should never complain about our assignment. If you're doing something that you don't feel you're gifted or called to do, then ask God what he has for you. But when you can say, this I do by the will of God, then rejoice in the labor that God has given you to perform. It is for his glory, and from him you will receive an eternal reward. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepperidge Elementary School in Boise. Also, to listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. They'd really love to hear from you. You can also text them at 208-314-3377 with your questions or comments. Tomorrow we'll continue in this theme of knowing your calling as we see God's assignments for the families of Kohath and Merari of the tribe of Levi. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Numbers on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.